previously on the Call of the Flame. Neradia, the Deep God's Chosen One is coming, and when she faces Ruadu's Chosen One, the fate of the world will be decided. We have many things to prepare. Oh, the Senate eagerly awaits your command. Have them convene on this night. I've been having some odd dreams of late. No, keep it to yourself. Why? If they are spoken aloud, they become prophecy. We need to rekindle our allyship. I'm ready. Don't be so certain. Bree, this is Fallow, the High Enkindler. She is the Chosen One. I'm sure you and your council will find it true. And who decides the truth? I do. We need them to approve of you. Who are you? I'm Arleth, or Al, if you prefer. <laughs> we each play our role in the greater plan. Ah, what the fresh hills is that? It's a baby. Oh, we are not living it here. There is another who the council deemed Ruado's chosen one. Sir Arleth, come forth. Lord Magni Valadius. Hello again, Lady Bree. Uh, huh? The Call of the Flame. An audio play. Chapter 12. Balance. Part 3 Free. So you're telling me this council did convene on matters of the Chosen One before? In secret, yes. You effectively decided on the fate of our order, our beliefs, and our future, without me. It was nearly a full year ago, when Barkan invaders came upon us by surprise on boats, threatening to invade the villages of Rathen. Their archers felled many men. But it was he, Arleth, a young soldier of Windhold who opened the gates to the dam blocking the river as a dozen arrows volleyed all around him. Not one found its mark. The invaders were drowned and the battle was won. We bore witness to the miracle and deemed that Ruado kept him alive for a reason. Well then, let us see the proof. Can you light a flame, boy? Oh, I'm not a Magnir, my lord. Only a Sansir. We live by the code of the Order, but have not been gifted by the Fire God. Nowhere in the prophecy does it state that Ruado's Chosen One is a fire-bearing Magnir. Sir Arleth has passed every trial of faith. But I haven't finished mine. Have you answered our inquiries truthfully, girl? On the soul of your dead mother and father? My mother is... Yes. Yes, I do. Then we are at something of an impasse. Our testimony depends on the truth, but you refuse to tell us about your dreams. For now, I'm afraid we will have to convene once more All right. I will tell you. Go on. I'm in a cave. Somewhere far off the coast of my homeland. A solitary island. In this cave... There's a high rock, and resting on that cave above the water is a cauldron. An old woman with silver hair. She tells me... What? She tells me to look inside the cauldron. In it, I see nothing. Are you sure? Well, it was blackness. Hot, boiling blackness. Black flame. 
What? Tell me what you're saying. Lord Magnir, is it true there is a new encanter acting in the Tower of Windhold? To aid against the Grave Pestilence, yes. We will pass no judgment on allowing her practice. If she provides us with a tonic of truth for the barmaid of Gathland. That will be all. We shall conclude these trials for the day. Bree, where are you going? Hi. What is your problem? Come again, girl. Why are you working against me when your people need me? Don't presume to know the needs of the Magnir better than I do. Your people need to keep existing, just like all others. They need to remain as they were. Our traditions, our principles. The Chosen One will represent these things so he can enact its will. It is not your culture that is on the line, Gath Girl. It is ours, and we will not change for the likes of you. How do you always know when I need to talk? Actually, I came because... Fallow, that high and kindler. He's a fanatic, a bully. He's everything we fought together. In Brand, in Ultavin, in... What is that? Stew. <clears throat> I came here to bring you stew. I'll have it if you don't. Oh, no. I'd like some. Thanks. You have accepted the responsibility of the Magnar now. Did you not think there would be sacrifice expected of only you? I don't want to be treated as lesser again. If I'm not the chosen one, then am I exactly who they think I am? Someone with no power? Once, I had enemies at my table. Orc tribes who did unspeakable things. But to protect my clan from extinction, I had to pay fealty and let their crimes go unpunished. I'm sure your people loved that. Many wanted my head for it. Some would sacrifice themselves and their families before tarnishing their pride. I was not one of them. For the sake of others, I gave up my power. I've been powerless most of my life already. Why can't they be the ones who sacrifice for once? What of their pride? Are we wrong for wanting better from those who are supposedly on our side? So walk. I can't. What would happen to Gathland, and every other place? Then stay, and endure. I'll pay you back for the stew. Just show up to a lesson on time. <laughs> right. Thank you. Wait. Uh, Taruk! Um, how good are you with your hands? What? How quick are your fingers? Can you reach into someone's clothes? Uh, I... Uh, <laughs> it's a pity Eroglas and Jenkwo aren't here. I could use their sticky fingers. Oh, pickpocketing. Maybe the opposite. Hi, Kindler. Thank you for coming. I assure you, my decision for the future of the Magnir cannot be bought nor swindled. Uh, bought? Why would that even occur to you? Why not? You bought your way into the title of Lord Magnir by laying blame for the actions of Windhold to Morrigan all these years. Ultoven tells a similar tale in Himmerthrall. I... what? That is absurd! 
All I've paid was loyalty to my kings and my order. Come now, Veladius. We know you can be a most treacherous wielder of information. You've no doubt put the fear of the gods into the Gathish girl and coached every word she's said. This is why no one told me of your coming. Or of the Council's decision with Arleth. You're starting to catch on. First Morrigan, then the Queen, then Ultoven. Ah, there it is. That look. When you're all out of words and the real you comes out. Ask yourself this. How soon before you sell out that young maid for your own gain as well? Myrtle, I need you to do me a favor here. Oh, I am already ahead of you. I prepared the truth potion like you asked, but when you're ready, you're going to drink from this instead. It will make you slightly more earnest, though unfortunately, it will make um, your bow. No, I'm going to take the truth potion, like they asked. But, oh, Bree, are you sure? They're going to use it against you. I know. I just need you to do one other thing for me. Darkness tea, please. Yes, my lord. All be seated. We shall commence with the final trials. Make way for the king! Oh gods, the king is here too. We ask all not a part of this trial to pay us leave. Now. Oh, careful. Excuse me. Young Encanter. Thank you. If you do not mind explaining how this potion will work. I'll spare you the details on how it's brewed. Unpleasant business had to track down an albino rat and use it. Well, anyway, the drinker will hear themselves speaking whatever they wish, but the words will always come out reflecting the truth. All right. Ask away. Very good. We will begin again. Bree, tell us of your familial heritage. Who were they? Well, my mother left when I was four winters old. My father said she was a good woman who had her reasons. Maybe because he was Desmond the Slayer, the man who killed the Chieftain of Gods, enraged the dragons, and allowed the sorcerers to rise unchecked years after his death. But I assure you, I am innocent of my father's actions. I can't speak for them because they happened before I was born. I am what you see before you. And, if it defines me, then I'm not going to get any better in your eyes. I'm impulsive, I'm angry, I'm disobedient, but perhaps that will be what the Magnir need to survive. If Ruadu chose me, he did it for a reason. Now, will you have me, Hyenkindler? Thank you, girl. And no, I am not swayed. I do believe you are innocent of your father's actions. But I don't care. I would rather watch all of Aburin burn before leaving the fate of the Magnir Order to such a sumptuous foreign girl of an uncultured people. There is nothing you or your buggering Lord Magnir can say to change my mind. Nothing. Why are you all looking at me like that? What the Gerardim is your problem? Speak! It appears we've met on even ground. 
Hafen, what did you put in my drink? Oh, I, me, I didn't put anything. I call a recess. It appears stopping me from being the chosen one is more important to you than the continuation of the Magnir, after all. What have you done? Don't you see? She wishes to make a fool of me. I only wanted as much honesty from you as I was forced to give. Truthfully, I can't imagine a fate worse than having to serve a council of such bitter old men. But I'm willing to sacrifice to do what is right if you aren't. Then why are you in charge? The decision rests with you, High Kindler. But remember whom you and your order serve. Well? The Chosen One is the Fire Maiden. Yes! Oh, thank thee, Summerlands. I'm honored. Don't make me regret it, girl. I'm not just girl to you or yours anymore. It's Bree of Gathland. Thank you, Myrtle. Drugging the High and Kindler. Ooh, that'll be a story for my nieces. What happens now? Now, what's a prophesized hero have to do to get a drink in this bloody town? <laughs> We're looking for work. Then, and we found these baby in a barrel someplace? That's why he's called Apple. And not because there are apples in the barrel, but because barrels in the bad name. Anyway, we don't know where to feed him or how to take care of him. I spent four hours fixing his little accident. The dogs are terrible, full of loud and stinky men who drink like fish and eat nothing but fish and smell like fish. So we need your help. No. Well, now what? Do you think we should ask Bree? What are you two doing? You have to help us! Right? No matter what we do, I close my eyes! Help us! Help us! It cannot use the privy face! What's up, Poopy? Now, have you tried giving it milk? I told you! Oh, come off it! I thought milk was a cat thing! It's an everything thing! All babies need milk! And you're holding it wrong! Give it here now! Oh, why do peanuts things are heavier than half-wood babies? Oh, come on! Let's get you fed. But we already fed it. I meant you two. You look like corpses. And I would know. I've raised plenty. Another round, girl? Tis getting late. No thanks. I am trying to drink less. You call that less? My less is more than most. Here you are. Celebrating an occasion? I'm not sure, actually. When you drink to celebrate... And grief, it gets hard to tell. Got what I wanted, but from here, I don't know. Many think they can show me, but they never walked this path before. There's no one that can just show me my place in all of this. You know, when I'm feeling lost, I talk to my dad. My dad is gone. And your mother? My mother? I don't know where she is. I doubt she'd be any help. <sighs> Who are you? Arl, what are you doing out here? 
I am gravely sorry. What are you doing? Is this because of the child? No. It all makes sense now why we were destined to meet, Bree. You're making this harder than it has to be. That broom won't protect you. What is this about? You confessed it. Your father killed Ruadu. He must have claimed his power. So if I kill you, I claim your power. I will be complete. This is my purpose. Get back! My shield, armor, and unwavering faith will protect me. Like so. He's armored. I'm not. That's my weakness. And his advantage. The roof! Bet he'll have to take off that armor if he hopes to keep up. Oi! Get off of my barrels! Sorry! I assure you I take no sport in this. You cannot hide. No, but I can climb. Very well, then. Girl, come down. What are you doing up there? Stop! Meet your death with dignity. Your sacrifice is my ascension to defender of this country. That man is going after her. Look out! Ray! Your door! Catch! I will do what I must. Please don't. I'm warning you. It's the future of Magnir, of Ruadu I am defending. Your death won't be in vain. This is my destiny. Harl, you're making a mistake. I'm sorry, my friend. But with your fall, Ruadu will rise for us. I'm sorry, too. Watch out! Let go! I will catch you! Thank you. Where is he? Harl, hold still. I can. The splintered wood has run him through. <coughs> he will die. Breathe. Fire maiden. Why did you do it? It's. It's all right. <coughs> I guess this was part of Ruadu's plan. I was meant to die to. to make room for you. To push you long on your journey. It is a funny thing how the truth about you reveals more about those who hear it. I can see it now. <coughs> I did not die for nothing. 
I did not mean to. <coughs> I was only... I'll make it mean something. Before the gates of the city of Windhold, Bree's friends and fellow voyagers stand ready, prepared for the presence of King Mason and Bree, the Fire Maiden. She stands clad in leather armor beneath an autumn red cloak. Hmm, that sounds intense. A pity. On the bright side, now no one else can contend for the title of Chosen One? Hmm. Can't be too sure. Well, we had to take care of a baby. Funny story, turns out the mother Ooh, was... Oh, uh, That's a good look for you, Bree. <laughs> the Enkindlers insisted I wear something displaying their color. I mean, I like it, but it's a bit loud, don't you think? <laughs> you look positively fabulous. Mm, mm, yes, very nice. I'm glad to hear it, because you're all getting the same cloak. Oh. Hmm. Let us hope we don't run into any bulls. Where are we heading? I will admit, our need for alliances is dire. Many will not even answer my summons. You must travel to realms where faith is weakest. All right, all right. I know you're impressed with us, for we are impressive. But that last journey nearly killed us several times. Also, travel by sea is far more pleasant ah, there and... it is. Your Highness, six horses and your royal wagon have been prepared. Oh, <gasps> Yes! No. A fancy Winnish wagon will bring unwanted attention on the road. We no, must... Shut up, Orc! Come off it! We are keeping this! Mm. Fine. We'll take the damnable four-wheeled machination of yours. Your grace. Wait a moment! I need to run back to my room to get more books. Oh, in a cauldron! Don't leave without me! This is splendid. Now... At least one of us can nap as we wade through the country. It's like traveling at sea, but on land. Does that wagon have room for one more? Valadius, you want to come? Oh, by the Summerlands, no. But I must follow, nevertheless. Because your lessons are of greater import than my duties here, that much is certain. I will join you on your quest. And, who knows, maybe my teachings can help turn the tide of this war. There is one last thing I would like to impart to you, Fire Maiden. Your sword? No, no, this isn't King Ardran's sword, is it? <laughs> oh, absolutely not. This was a gift by the Sun King, forged in the Vorpal Realm. It looks a great deal more impressive. More what people expected of the Sword of the Lake. A sword for sure. I like it. Oh. It's lovely. Thank you, Your Grace. It is Magnia Forged. One of the last. I would say take care of it, but it is supposed to take care of you. Farewell, Bree of Yathrin. Can I have a portable sword? Or the portable dagger? Does that still work? Got a sense in it. Ah, this wood is nice. <gasps> it has two pits! <laughs> I will keep watch above. See to it that this doesn't become a death trap. Pardon me. I will lay my things down here. 
by your books. Finally, some time to catch up on reading. Who will tend to the horses? Nazaruir, Nabal, Liarunir, Navna, Ivera. Oh! So, here we are. Here we are. I've got this strange feeling, Turok. I feel it too. It will not be like before. Maybe that's good. Maybe. And we're off once again, my friends. Next up, the land of Buri. Praetorian Guard is at your command, my queen. Have the door sealed and locked from without once we commence. As you wish. You may go, Vizier. Your elegance, it is custom that I speak on your behalf. I should be present. You will go. As you please. Senators of the Elven Lands, we convene for our very first session under the crown of Neradiel I, having overthrown King Parahelius. Being of sound mind and able body, may she reign eternal. May she reign eternal. All rise for the word of the gods. No. Ah, uh, it is tradition, my queen, to... I command the following to be drafted into law immediately. Reclamation of the territories Vinland, Ratten, Buri, Workingar, Gatland, Jalusa, Kanduk, Belar, Uldabin, Motar, Ulkin, Oros, and Mogula for the Empire. Those that resist will face war. Incentives for elven families to procreate. As our rule expands, our lands will need the bodies to occupy them. Greater taxation of the wealthy class to fund our armies. No exceptions. Not even to those in this very room. The exile imposed on former General Beloris, leader of the Banished Brethren, as well as the exile on all sorcerers during the conflict of powers, will be lifted. Conversely, I strip all privileges benefited to our Lord Magnir appointed outside the Empire. I outlaw the worship and homage to Ruad. The Elven Empire is now an empire of the Deep God. And lastly, term limits to this very sentence, lasting no more than ten years. Your queen has spoken, and you will all make it so. My queen, we admire your initiative. Truly, we do. You've had a long and troubled journey. I suggest you think over the strength of your reforms. I have dwelled on these decrees every day of my journey. You will see them through. Every syllable. Change cannot happen overnight. Too much of it can damage the stability of... In your ageless, long-lasting lives, you have lost all urgency and ambition. 
Perhaps you lack the motivation inspired by the brevity of a mortal lifespan. What is that? Oh, by the Gurus, do you smell their fear? Only half of them. <laughs> Spare the most terrified. Force compelling you to listen. It is death. The mortals live in fear of it. They move swiftly to avoid it. How to run it before it comes. Under me, you are now effectively mortal. of the Flame. Starring Bonnie Bogovich, Stephen Cumberworth, Corey Borchers, Abigail Turner, Zach Zathian Young, Gary Gibbs II, and Emmeline Tuck. For the full cast list, see the description of this episode or visit thecalloftheflame.com. This podcast was created and produced by Kurt Carniers with music by Adam Halpin, Stephen Cumberworth, and Ben Schroeder. This chapter was co-written with Nadi Reed Perez. Sonoran speech by Megan Watson. Editing by Kurt Carniers and Sasha Bloor. Read the podcast description and follow us on our pages of media. Send a bird bearing the hashtag COTF podcast and follow us on Twitter at Call of the Flame. Leave us a rating and review on our podcast player. Join our Discord to meet the cast and crew. Although the greatest way to support the show is to become a patron of ours on our Patreon page so that we may maintain our production. Visit patreon.com forward slash the call of the flame where we will deliver future content for the world of Aburin. Special thank you to our patrons Andrew Hopkins, Aurelia K, Anton and Kin, B. Brad Harris, Ben Blair, Chris O'Dell, Christian Santana, Daniel Weber, The Dark Fay, John Doyle, John Nesmith, Matthew Armstrong, Michael Christian, and Sharon Baker. To ask us about sponsorship, send an electronic letter to the Call of the Flame Podcast at gmail.com. This has been a Magnia production. I am your narrator, George Hochter. We thank you all for listening.